Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. You're listening to the Inside Connection, coming to you live from Los Angeles. I'm Dr. Craig Martin, here with Christina Martin, my cohort in astrological fame. And um, welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here yet again. Yet again. I'm just loving the role that we've been doing a lot of great shows recently. So I'm excited. Yeah, we're digging in. We're digging mm-hmm. in. Digging into the 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 real essence and, and spiritual essence of, of astrology and of mm-hmm. the rhythm of life. And that's why we're going to do this show tonight about retrogrades and direct motion. Mm-hmm. Because we do have a couple of important retrogrades coming up. Uh, Mercury's going to go retrograde in September. Uh, Mars is actually going to go retrograde around Halloween. And mm-hmm. um, Uranus is going to go retrograde next week. And all the other outer planets are already retrograde. So, mm-hmm. uh-huh. that's a strong... You know, and I think people really know, they know the Mercury retrograde. It's like kind of moved its way into um, common speech, you know. Yeah. And people know that when Mercury goes retrograde, there can be difficulties with communication. Why is that? Because Mercury rules communication. Mm -hmm. And it can particularly upset travel and computers and the internet and telephones mm-hmm. and email reservations and, and yeah yeah and your server and your router and you know all of that your your mm-hmm. internet service provider mm-hmm. so um and, but you but but also just the negotiations and contracts that we do are often not really well um established during the time of a mercury retrograde but in the broader context, Christina, I wanted to talk about why why do they go retrograde and direct? You know, what what is the mm-hmm. celestial purpose of that? Mm-hmm. And the first thing I wanted to tell the audience is that obviously the planets don't really go retrograde, right? Like yeah. they don't stop in midair and start moving backwards and then go forward. Yeah. Retrograde motion is a phenomenon that has to do with like the apparent point of view. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like if you're in a train and you pass mm-hmm. another train, even mm-hmm. if it's going in the same direction as you, it looks like it's going backwards, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. You know what I'm talking yes. about? The so that's, that's what yep. retrograde motion is. It's like when the Earth comes around in its rotation around the sun and say like it passes by Mars, even though Mars is going forward, as we're looking at it, as we're going by it, it seems to be going backwards just because of the angle of, you know, the way in which we're looking at it. And we don't need mm-hmm. more of a discussion about that. But retrograde motion is apparently real. Mm-hmm. It looks like the planets are actually moving backwards relative to what's behind them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, enough of that. So there is an actual retrograde motion. It's not technically real, but it is apparently real. Mm-hmm. And like the, like the moon follows you, like that kind of thing, but the moon can't really be following you, right? Like those things are apparent. Yeah. They're apparent, right. So why retrograde motion and direct motion? The basic idea is that direct motion moves things forward, and retrograde motion puts them in review, right? Mm. More like two steps forward and one step back, mm-hmm. right? 
So we go forward and then we take a step back in order to evaluate what it is that we've done moving forward. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. In politics, that's progressive and conservative, right? Mm-hmm. Progressive energy takes people forward into new and uh, more expanded ways of thinking. And conservatism says, whoa, wait a minute, don't go too fast. Let's review what it is that we've done. Are we sure that this is working for us? Are we sure that we want this, you know, mm-hmm. these laws or these rules or, you know, and then we review them and we can make changes accordingly if we decide to, and then we move forward again. Mm-hmm. So in nature, I think we see it in the tides and the seasons. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The flow. Right. And, and that's what we're talking about, the flow, meaning the flow of life, the chi, right? In, 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 uh, in Asia, they call it the chi. Um, and uh, that guy that wrote Taoism, uh, his name was Lao Tzu, and he wrote a book called The Tao Te Ching. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the way of the flow. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, people set up their homes and spaces for that. You you see it in nature all the time. The flow of water, the flow of wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes even the flow of solids like landslides and mudslides. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Earthquakes. That's a flow. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that is a type of flow. Yes. Yeah. A flow and a and, rhythm, yeah. Yeah, and so like seasonal change is also a flow. Like we move forward in spring and summer, and then we retract in fall and winter, and mm-hmm. then we move forward again. And so it's similar to the idea of direct motion and retrograde motion. Yeah, I mean, you know, we do, we, it's like we, we can't have one without the other. We have to be able to check back, you know, stop for a, a moment and and see what it is that wasn't working or that we could fix better or um, a revisit of something. And then we, so we need that, but that review movement. Mm-hmm. And then it could be backwards. Then, it could be backwards movement. Mm-hmm. It could it could be backwards movement. You know, like certainly. Culturally, there are things that, you know, make us go backwards. There are. Mm -hmm. There are things that make us go backwards. We're experiencing some of that right now culturally. Mm -hmm. And there certainly are a lot of people that are for it. There are a lot of people that are for going backwards in a lot of different ways. You know, they feel we've gone too far forward. Too far forward. Yeah, and it's a part of what it is that we need to examine to make sure that we haven't gone too far forward. Right, right. And, and there, there is like a sense of wholeness that comes with that, with having both. You know, we want to make it's both. Right, right. Happy or, you know, people to feel that they've, that they're included still, that they haven't been left behind with all this forward movement, or, you know, that the the backwards movement can get unstuck at some point and move forward again. We need both. We definitely yeah. do. Yeah, 
And life shows us that. Again, like the seasons, you know, there's time for forward movement, then there's time for retrograde movement. There's time for going outward, there's time for going inward. We can think Mm -hmm. of retrograde movement like that as well, like as a time to go inward. So Mm -hmm. specifically, specifically, we could talk about all the planets right now, you and I, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. because we're going to have Uranus going retrograde next week. Yes. So since Uranus is the way in which we create newness and the way in which we shake things up a little bit and get out of a rut, all forward movement of Uranus would create new things. All you know, mm-hmm. like like Uranus in general is sort of responsible for things like Occupy Wall Street and Black Lives Matter and. Um, you know, like the Arab Spring. Those are things, I mm-hmm. guess, within the last decade that remind me of Uranian things, right? That, those things remind me of Uranian things. Some of them were kind of sudden. They yes. popped up and, like, we were like, wow, okay, like, this is a, this is a thing and this, is, this deserves attention because um, it's shaking up existing structure. Right. But when Uranus goes retrograde, which it mm-hmm. does every year, Right. The mm-hmm. outer planets go retrograde every single year for a few months and then they go direct for a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, when Uranus goes retrograde, I think we're looking at um, how are those things that we shook up doing? Like we, we don't we don't do a lot of additional shaking up. Mm-hmm. We like spend some time saying, like, are the things that got shook up good? Are they are they are they? On on a personal level, right? On a personal level, you could yes. you could get you could get a shake up in the last six months because you got a new job, or because you started a diet, or because you started an exercise program, or you joined a gym, or you joined a class, or you wanted to, you know, what in what way have you shaken up your life? Mm-hmm. I guess made some pro- like, progressive change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Made some progressive change, right? And have you then, done that? Have you done that personally? Right. I'm saying I'm trying to think about um, what I have done in my personal life. Progressive change. Progressive change. Um, I was just thinking about that. Maybe, maybe not too wild and crazy. It doesn't have hmm. to be too wild and crazy, especially remember if like the degrees that Uranus is traveling over are not really aspecting your chart very strongly, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if they're not aspecting your chart really strongly, then this might not be a very Uranian time for you. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, on the other hand, have Uranus really interacting with my chart a lot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so the the retrograde aspect of it will be quite interesting because in what way are there going to be additional shakeups to the planets that it's aspecting for me? And then even next year, the forward movement of Uranus will create even more um, desire to get out of the rut and create mm. newness for me because it will go to even higher degrees. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. For for me, it could so, just simply be saying like, oh, I really need to like wake up and you know reinvest myself in my exercise program, or I really need to reinvest mm-hmm. myself in you know where we're living because my my son is getting a little bit older, and so where is he going to go to school? And so allowing some of the um, uh, 
what do you call it, like day-to-day things that we take for granted to just say like, hey, are those things working or do I need to shake them up? Now we did a lot of that shaking up. Now it's going to go retrograde and we're going to have to say like, oh, well, how did that work out? Is it working out? Is it working out? Did the shakeup that we created establish something new? Very Uranian Mm -hmm. word, right? Newness. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? A new, fresh, inventive, eclectic, outside the box, you know, trying like something new. Right. Yeah. Very, very freedom. Very Uranian. Yeah. How does that newfound freedom that you've embraced mm-hmm. uh, fit? How does it fit? Right. Is it a, a, an authentic um, expression of your your ego self or your yourself is it an authentic expression of yourself yeah uniqueness yeah yeah very uranian right is it an authentic expression of your uniqueness excellent Mm -hmm. so pluto why don't you tell me a little bit about that like Mm -hmm. pluto direct pluto retrograde what does pluto do and how might it help create a flow for us in its direct and retrograde movement Yeah, well, Pluto being the last planet out there, it's a pretty, it can be an intense one, but it's like, sometimes it feels as if it's a, it's an intensifier, and the goal is for transformation. So it is um, perhaps getting into situations where you need to face a little bit of your shadow self, a little bit of places where you are fearful of, and dealing with those um, either by loss or by acceptance and making a transformation within that. It's a little, it's a, it's a. No, I like heavier, that. Heavier planet. It can be, it can be, but like, you know, something that needs to die needs to die. Right. Like if letting if, go. Yeah. You know, letting go. Right. Like, Yeah. It could it could be about something that we're not even really aware of completely, mm, right? Mm-hmm. It could be the guy that keeps going on job interviews and he doesn't know why he doesn't get the job because no one's told him that he's got bad breath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. right? The plutonic moment could be when someone tells him, "You've got bad breath," and he's got to face that himself and and let it go and let it go. Yeah, and and it could change his life. Yes. Yeah. Great. It could change That's his great. life. Great. That's yeah. great. And so, so what uh, happens when Pluto goes retrograde? How does right. that, like, we make these changes, right? And Plutonic retrograde feels yeah. like... Did we uh, fully process that letting go? Correct. A time for either mourning loss, stages mm-hmm. of grief, right? Mm-hmm. Depending upon what it is that that we need to sure. let go of. Sometimes it's easier, sometimes it's not so easy. Right. Exactly. Right. Processing right. And stages then, of grief. Yeah, and then and then even the other side of that, the coin of that, okay, you you faced this uh, you know, criticism or you faced a, a mirror of yourself that you were unaware of. You had somebody tells you you have bad breath. And then what did you do after with that information? 
Correct. How did you? But say like in terms of something even a little bit more devastating, like someone breaking up with you. Mm-hmm. But that can be very plutonic. Incredibly plutonic. Right. And the and the and then the retrograde can be very much about reviewing the relationship and why it wasn't right for you and why mm. it needed to end. Right. Mm-hmm. Plutonic Pluto Pluto creates all those endings. Mm-hmm. And then sure in its oh, and then in its forward motion, what new things will it bring about? So it's not mm. only what's lost, but what what new thing is on the other side of the loss. Right. Um, you get cleared out. Yeah, Pluto is very regenerative. It doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't usually I mean it's sort of historical that it doesn't take away without giving back something in in place. Mm-hmm. Something reborn whether it's just internal a realization something learned or whether it's something literal something literal it could be like a parent dies and you get an inheritance that's plutonic yes Um, right you lose you lose a job and then you get another one because you didn't have a job in the first place (laughs) correct you still have room for it yeah 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 very good i like that and we have to understand that the way in which we're being guided through life, that's why we titled this show um, The Creation of the Flow, right? That's mm-hmm. why when when Christine and I were talking about where we headed tonight with the show, we talked about how this movement creates the forward progressive and then the review conservative process of our lives that's creating the direction that we're supposed to go in. Sometimes it's hard. We don't like blockage. We don't like setback. We don't like to be thwarted. We don't want to be like stifled. None of us like those things, you know. So, but they all have a purpose. They all. They have sure a do. Yeah. Then when those things happen, you're supposed to put down stronger roots. When you're right. feeling on the on the retrograde side, which is right now, all the planets are retrograde starting next week. It's pretty intense. Um, mm-hmm. You're supposed to shore up and put down roots and wait for the next major cycle of direct movement so that then you can strike out and do springtime, summertime. One of my clients brought up the idea that in Chinese medicine, there's spring and fall. Hmm. And spring is all about planning and growth and sowing seeds and action. And mm. fall is all about going internally and getting ready to be more chill and mm. you know, like, right, and and internal and mm-hmm. um, and that there's actual meridians and organs. I mean, it's a bigger conversation about acupuncture, but I I thought it was so interesting that this Chinese medicine um, doctor, um, a guy who's here in L.A., um, explained this to my client and what was going on with her um, in terms of this analogy to, Mm. I think he said something to her like, you're too springtime, you know, you're too Mm -hmm. springtime, too much liver, not enough lung, you know, Mm -hmm. too much of a planner, too much of a doer. There's so much to do in the spring. There's so much planning in the spring. This is also like direct motion. Yes. And when we're in retrograde motion, like we are right now, because we really are going into the fall on top of it, um, we need to 
hunker down and we make our plans. Know, yeah, know about this energy, know that we need to do it. Yeah. So let's talk about Neptune. 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 Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we had a Neptune. microphone up to the planet Neptune. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Neptune. Oh. Yeah, there Neptune. it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Neptune is diffuse, and but what is its forward movement all about? And I think that Neptune is the most clear of all the planets, which is funny because it's the most confusing when yeah. it comes to the fact that all these energies are trying to guide us to our higher self. And Neptune is the most clear about it. So mm. funny because it's breaking down your ego very like right away. Yeah. It's like higher self, selflessness, compassion, higher levels of love, art, music, poetry, you know, service to others. It's all, it's all right there. And if you embrace it, then you will move to a higher level of love. And if you don't yeah. embrace it, then I'm going to crush you with disappointment and disillusionment and leave you scratching your head wondering what the hell happened. (laughs) That's Neptune. Yes, it's a doozy. Some kind of newfound love for Neptune. I don't know why or how, but um, of all the outer planets, it was always my sort of least favorite experience. Mm. But... Being that since I had my last birthday, I've been like working on Neptune in my life. Mm. Then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and it's been trying my son for like two years. So mm. it's actually, it Neptune's been transforming me into a you know into a, just a nicer person, mm-hmm. more loving. Yeah, yes. The so higher high. Neptune's forward movement. Neptune's forward movement. Are you being loving? Are you being kind? Are you being compassionate? Are you being mm. thoughtful? Are you um, being present with other people and their pain? Are you thinking of others? Are you meeting other people's needs? <laughs> That's the mm-hmm. forward movement of Neptune. Mm-hmm. And the more selfish we are, the more really, truly, just whatever, you yeah. can answer that for yourself, right? I know you're not a selfish person, Christina, because I know you at that level and, and you're not like, but you know, like no one is perfectly not selfish. Right. Right. But we can be people that lean towards being compassionate, not selfish people. Neptune is much more complicated if you are a selfish person mm-hmm. because it's very confusing. You know, what happens to you in a Neptune transit if you are more confusing, whether that's humbling, something that humbles you, sickness, loss of money, loss of love. It can be all very confusing. Like, how did this happen to me? But the point of it is that it's happening. Yes. I said, I thought I had control. When you have a, you know, when your ego, you're attached and you're, this is the outcome that I planned for and I made happen, except Neptune comes along and, says nope no yeah and then we have a letdown that's exactly right that's exactly right it's it's about stripping away the idea that we're in control here which all of the planets do but neptune is the most sort of 
exact about it because the lesson is not about freedom, which is also mm-hmm. connected to your ego, mm-hmm. right? And it's not mm-hmm. connected to letting go because maybe you're just willing to do that. Mm-hmm. This is connected to a, a, a willful, you have to be willfully willing. I know that's sort of a um, redundancy. Mm-hmm. Willfully mm-hmm. willing yeah. to rise to your higher self and rise to a level of higher love. That's Neptune. So when Neptune moves forward, it pushes you into experiences of that. People often meet people that they fall in love with. They often move into houses that they love. They often um, get jobs that they absolutely love. But in the retrograde, you have to realize that the consequence of that is compassion and empathy and patience and effort on behalf mm. of that thing, whether it's a house, a new location, a new job, a new, a new lover, a, you know, all those things require us to take a step back. Could be a child. Mm-hmm. Right? All those things require us to take a step back and be more loving. Mm-hmm. More, perhaps a little bit more sacrificial. Yeah. Selfless. Sacrificing. Yeah. Right. Right. How are you sacrificing? Where are you sacrificing? Right. And have you done that? And then in the retrograde, how have those sacrifices worked? Are they working? Mm-hmm. Do you need to do more? Mm-hmm. Do more of that? Is it mm-hmm. bringing you a higher level of love and responsibility? Are you tapping mm-hmm. into that? Mm-hmm. People definitely do this with pets. Mm-hmm. They definitely Huge. do this. They do this with all forms of charity. Yeah. Um, you know, that's why people get pets, you know, is, is so that they can selflessly have something to love. I think people have a much different motivation for having children, although they should have that motive, that same motivation of selfless mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Retrograde movement pulls us back in so that we can reflect and take a look at these experiences. Forward mm-hmm. movement puts us in a situation where we embrace new opportunities to do all of these energies in our lives. That is the flow. Mm-hmm. We like to think mm-hmm. of the flow like, oh, where's the flow? You know, it should always be moving and it should always be fast. Like the flow should be like rapids. Mm-hmm. Oh, my that's gosh. Not it is. That's not us. how it is. Right. That's not how it is. Circumstances happen where the flow pools up, goes into yes. a larger, a larger body of water, and so you can barely detect it. Gorgeous, gorgeous. You can barely detect it, but it's still flowing. Imagery, yeah. Right. You need to sit in it for a little while. I'm thinking Correct. of like taking taking a writing a paper in school you write a paper you turn it in you get graded and you need to edit it and so you sit in it and you edit it and then it comes out greater than it was in the form editing in general editing in general is a retrograde process right because you're having yeah. a review what's already been written and it doesn't matter whether you're a musician Mm-mm. or whether you're an actor or an artist Mm-hmm. Or whether you're an accountant, like going yeah. over your final figures before you send someone their taxes, mm-hmm. right? 
right? All of those actions are individually retrograde actions that we take on our forward-moving efforts to ensure that the forward-moving effort is correct and useful. Mm-hmm. Like has purpose. Right. right. Useful to our spiritual growth. Amazing. So great. Christina Martin. Another good show. I love talking with you. Yes, I do too. You teach me so much. I do a lot of talking. I'm sorry. I need to make more space for you, but that's fine. You chime in with pearls of wisdom. Yes, we bring it together. (laughs) That's nice. I like that. I see your wisdom. (laughs) I see your wisdom too. <laughs> All right, everybody and our listeners, we love you and we want to hear you. And so write to us and let us know what we can talk to you about that you like and that you love. A couple of people have chimed in and have written me through Sage of Stars to tell us about the show. So that's been great. I love that feedback. And you can find us at sageofstars.com. You can find us at losangelesastrologyschool.com. We have an upcoming beginner class starting on September the 8th. So you can write us to find out about that if you're interested in learning how to read your chart. And other than that, we'll be here next Wednesday. And we hope you have a really great week. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye.